This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, I'm doing well. Why are you so soft-spoken? I'm just trying to... uh cultivate a new personality <laughs> well, yeah. a little a little less uh excitable mm. uh, an even more boring personality you say i don't I, no i don't think i'll be more boring in the content i think the content of what i say will be just as boring as it ever was oh, okay just but, as exciting but, as it ever was but now i'm trying to be a little now more the voice measured. Will, will fit the content better people exactly. won't be tricked into thinking it's something interesting just because you're excitable do you always have to belittle me, say mean things? I'm just giving you honest just feedback, try- Tim. You said you I'm wanted some honest on feedback, an- some honest, honest criticism. I never, I never, ever asked you that for that <laughs> even once. Have you been operating for the last decade under the assumption that I have been craving honest feedback from you? No, no. I thought it was a recent thing. No, never. I'm okay. just trying. I'm trying new things, Tom, and I... I'd appreciate some support from a uh, a coworker. Well, you won't get it here, but uh, thanks for asking anyway. How are you doing this week? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Tim. Thanks for asking. Um, I had a weird thing. You said that as if I didn't ask you. <laughs> no, I said you it. You said it in a passive aggressive no, way. No, you just you, take the way, everything. The tone that you took. God. No, you got me back in my excitable mode. <laughs> less, less than 90 seconds I was able to do it. Able to crack it. Different, uh, uh, Tim. Tom. I, uh, I had a weird thing happen. I, what do you think the etiquette is in this situation? So the other day I got a card slid under my door, uh, under my front door. A and greeting I, card or a credit yeah, card? Yeah, like a greeting card. And I thought, oh, I wish it were a credit card. Can you imagine? I'd go go uh, paint the town you red. You would cut up your cocaine with it and snort it. No, I'd use it. Why would I? That, yeah, you'd use it to cut up cocaine and snort it, you, no. you drugs man. I use an old Blockbuster card to cut up cocaine. Uh, I, so it was a greeting card. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but I ignored it for a while. Just because I was like, ah, this is probably bad news. I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in this. Can um, I ask you a question? Yes. Was your name written on it? No. So it was a, it was a blank envelope. Yeah. Honestly, I assumed it was uh, like around this time of year. The uh, the staff of the building I live in they give out a, a Christmas card, but really it's just. Uh, a Christmas card that inside has an envelope uh, to put a tip in for them. And you would rather die than give a gratuity to a working man, right? No, it was just, you know, I, I was like, oh, all right, that's what that thing is. Like, I'm in no rush to to open that. Yeah, Tom's never in a rush to open up his old wallet for anybody. <laughs> so, unless, there's, unless it's, you know, $600 for a video game system. It was $500, He'll wake up at 3 Tim. in the morning to, to make sure he orders it online. I didn't have to wake up at 3 in the morning, Tim. I ordered it from my toilet. That's what the modern world's like nowadays. At 3 a.m. You're generally on your toilet at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, but that's neither here nor there. I didn't get up especially for it. Uh, so finally, I open it up, check it out, and it's a note from somebody who lives down the hall. And immediately, I'm like, "Oh no!" Because I'm just Cause, a s- what? Yeah, your dog barks. I know your dog barks bad. Your dog barks bad whenever you leave your apartment. Yes, my dog has incredible uh, separation anxiety, and it's gotten it's gotten worse over the years. And it's gotten especially bad now that I'm home 24 hours a day for the most part. So if I do leave, then that's just a huge shock. Um, In the before times, Tom, I would mm -hmm. come over to your apartment sometimes to record these episodes. Yeah. We'd finish recording. Then we'd go to a bar, you know, to make merry, Uh right? To celebrate. To celebrate another episode well done. Yeah, to celebrate by getting blackout drunk and trying to forget the previous hour and three minutes. Um, 
And as we were, like, as soon as you shut your door, I would hear your dog start barking. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'd, like, leave my bag at your place. So, like, I'd come back before going home, and your dog would still be barking. Yeah, sometimes like an hour that or two later. Yeah. So was uh, the card about that happening? No, I kind of assumed it would be something like that. But again, I haven't really left my home for more than five minutes in in a while. Um, but it wasn't. But it was dog related, Tim. Very astute of you. It was uh, uh, this woman uh, who lives down the hall who, like, I don't know by face, by recognition. Why would you know your neighbors, Tom? It's New York City. Do you know your neighbors? I recently moved. <laughs> because your neighbors got a little too friendly. Well, I know other people in the building. Like other people have dogs. Like I see them walking. So like we'll say hi to each other. Mm. Um, You'll reluctantly say hi to them. But I know I know like my immediate neighbor uh, to the left of me. The other apartments I feel like change all the time. Also, there was this guy that transients. Yeah, you, you live in a in in a flop house. Yeah. Also, there was this, this guy that lived down the hall, and like he was real friendly when he moved in, and he was like, "Hi, I'm uh, Tomas," and I was like, "Oh, me too. I'm Tom." And boy, did his face drop. He was so mad. I was like, "No, it's the same name." And like it, his entire personality changed because I said we had the same name and he like was never nice to me again. Does your name have an accent in it, Tom? It could. No, it doesn't. It, it could any yeah, y- it you did could. in Spanish class in high school, Tim. Yeah. You know what my Spanish teacher called me? What? Uh it was supposed to be Timoteo. Uh-huh. But she she said Timofeo because Feo means ugly, and she made everybody in the class call me Timofeo. That's pretty funny. Yeah. And what grade was this? Um, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Every boy is hideously ugly, so she was right. Oh my god! Yeah, and she was trying to hurt my feelings. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so I don't I don't know this woman. Uh, and like she lives down the hall, but I can't really th- th- imagine what anybody lives down the hall looks like. I mean, I could imagine I could come up with something, but it it wouldn't probably wouldn't be accurate. But, um, she said, I'm so sorry. My dog peed on your welcome mat. I am out buying you a new one now. And since I had left the card there for like, you know, a couple of hours, didn't look at it. I opened the door and sure enough, there's a new welcome mat. Now, was it presumptuous for her to just throw out my old welcome mat? No, here's the thing. Number one, you have a welcome mat. Yeah, Well, it's just a that. regular mat. Tim, a lot of things have changed here because <laughs> right. of uh, COVID started wiping my shoes before I go inside. Yeah, I feel like you. This, this is the time to bring in your welcome mat because you're not welcoming people into oh, your home. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm sending out the wrong counterintuitive. Signal. Yeah. Um. Uh. Number two, just real quickly, if your dog peed on somebody else's welcome mat, what would you do? You'd run away. <laughs> yeah, I'd run away. <laughs> you wouldn't own up to it. Uh, they bought a greeting card about it. No, it, they. It was like you know a card that they had a stationery. Okay. Um. Um, okay, and here's the other thing. Yes. In New York City, mm-hmm. you're welcome, Matt. Your apartment building is in the communal hallway, which yes. I've never seen a hallway. I've been in fancy apartment buildings, and I've been in garbage uh, apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, never, like, all the hallways are just crappy. And yeah, shitty. yeah. Um, so it's your one possession that you leave outside in this crappy place. <laughs> There's nothing that has sentimental value. Like, it's like, oh, no, this was my grandfather's welcome right. mat. Like, you wouldn't put that in the hallway. That's so. true. I will say uh, the the welcome mat could have very easily just been washed. Honestly, if she hadn't told me anything, I probably wouldn't have noticed anything, you know? Right. Uh, but, like, you definitely, you know, it's like a rubber, rubber and, you know, whatever fabric. It's meant to be, like, thrown in a washing machine. That would have been a hundred percent fine. Uh, I think it's it's too it's too sturdy to be thrown in a. No, nah, you can throw it, you, an industrial washing machine. Where are you gonna find one of those? 
in industry well, that's city. where you need to to wash your underpants <laughs> right to get rid of the skid marks i need to go to the industrial district yeah boys i got a tough one for you um whatever you walk in there like mama mia <laughs> oh here we go again um but it was like a different completely different type of welcome mat than the than the one i previously had better or worse uh i like it better but i think it's uh subjective whether you think it's a better or worse one is it um more heavy duty or less heavy duty i think le- nicer but less heavy duty hmm is there this is on not it? the type of uh welcome mat that you, this is like one of those brown like you know looks like it's made out of hay type ones oh yeah i got one of those yeah uh, they're nice, but like that, you can't throw in a washing machine. The yeah, old one I had, you. yeah, the old one I had, you could throw in a washing machine. But you never did. I could have if a dog peed on it. I'm just saying, I thought it was presumptuous to throw the old one out to throw out my property. Yeah, but it's property that you left in a communal space, so it's property you don't care about. See, but if that's also property that, that you left in a communal space and a dog pissed on. I think we can all agree it's not it's not valuable enough for you to save. Well, that's what I was going to say that if this happened in reverse, that's the line of thought that I would use to not claim responsibility for my dog peeing on it because I'd be like, "Well, it's in communal space." What you need to do, the mm-hmm. proper thing to do, because like the reason she acted quick, right? She yeah. she wrote the the note and got mm-hmm. rid of the other thing, is because you poor sap, not <laughs> knowing that a dog pissed on your your. If you're going to leave the apartment, right, and she's out buying a replacement, and yeah. you step on that, you're stepping in dog piss, right? Yeah, I guess I'm also. I don't know what, what size dog this was, so it might have been like a veritable lake of dog piss in this. Yeah, it might have been a freaking marmaduke that, yeah. that pissed all over the thing. Yeah, that's true. And I wasn't thinking about that. I think the proper thing to do is to take that, mm-hmm. hold that. Ransom. No, hold it in escrow in in uh, in in some third location, <laughs> right? right. Uh, where um, you know, if that did, if that welcome mat did have some sort of six sentimental value to you, <laughs> right? Like she could be like, hey, yeah, I'll get it professionally cleaned at the industrial washing machine. What if it store. was? A, what if it was a custom mat that I had cut just to fit my it? door? Did it have the Tasmanian devil and say, "Go away" on it? No, oh, that would have been not. Oh, then I would have been mad. And actually, you know what? The old one didn't say anything, and now the new one says welcome. So mm. she's inviting a pandemic into my home. Oh, you know what? It might be a vampire situation. She might be a v- vampira. Mm. And now she's like, yeah. oh, now you technically have invited me into your home because it says welcome. I didn't even think of that, but you're probably right. It happened during the daytime, and you know, coincidentally, I didn't see it happen. I didn't see her put it out there. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to stay inside uh, at night from now on just to be stock, safe. Stock up on garlic and wooden steaks. Uh, I have regular steaks. Are those okay? Wooden steaks. Well, Silver I mean, bullets. Or is that werewolves? That's werewolves. I do have, okay. a, I have a lot of silver bullets, though, just in case. All right, Tim, this is our uh, 2020 uh, top toys for 2020. And uh, <laughs> you were just mentioning how this is a uh, an odd topic to do. And I'm just thinking about the, the person who's listening to this show for the first time on, on Christmas Eve, desperately, uh, you know, it's, it's the first Christmas after the divorce. He, he forgot about they had to get presents himself this year. He's desperately out on Christmas Eve trying to find something. Well, let me let me search Apple Podcast Directory see if there's any uh, advice. And he's listening to this, uh, banging on his his car his car uh, his steering wheel. Get to the point. Tell me about the toys. If he's downloading a podcast on Christmas <laughs> Eve because he forgot gifts, like it's like you know where to get toys. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I know where to get toys these days. Toys are us. 
doesn't exist anymore. Right. It, KB it, doesn't no, exist no. anymore, thanks to Mitt Romney. The biggest toy store nowadays is Walmart. Yeah. And and I, I assume Amazon's second. Yeah. It's a real bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that there are really any purely toy stores nowadays. At least not chains, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There will always be Duncan's toy chest in New York City. <laughs> Tim, I have bad news for you about Duncan's toy chest. F.A.O. Schwartz in New York City has gone. I feel like we yeah. talk about this every year, but... <laughs> Look, but it Tom, is it's crazy. The holidays. This is our. It's, it's the string of holidays shows, Tom. Yeah. We can say the stu- same stuff every year. It's fine. People like that. It's comfort food. I watch Home Alone one, Home mm-hmm. Alone two, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation every year. Right? Yeah. We're fine. A Christmas story. We should just put out old episodes then. Save. We save should put the- out the audio from Home Alone. <laughs> that we're not allowed to do. That's uh, illegal. Disney owns that now, Tim. They'll come and take oh, yeah. both of us. Yeah, in the back night. when it was Fox, it would have been fine. <laughs> right. Disney will take it personally. Um, but yeah, well, <clears throat> excuse me. The list I was looking at was from Walmart because I assume that, you know, they would know. Although they might just be like, uh, yeah, here's the top toys and it's a bunch of shit they've had uh, collecting dust on shelves for the past decade that they're desperately trying to get rid of. I think a fair amount of thought and uh, synergistic uh, thinking goes into uh, the the Walmart hottest toys of 2020 list. In what way? Stuff that they have in stock that they're not going to say like, oh, here's the hottest toy and we don't have it. Tom, I'm seeing a lot of Walmart exclusives on this list. Yeah. Um, I'm well, sure maybe they're... it's because they saw these toys and they said, we got to have them all. These are such great toys. Our customers Tom, will I, love them. When I was in college in 2000, um, they, <laughs> I took a business course in uh, the vaunted Stern School of Business, Tom. Uh-huh. For Howard Stern, one of uh, New York City's most famous men. He's also pretty rich, Tom. He's a good businessman. That's true. Um, <laughs> He's got XM radio paying him millions of dollars for a show I don't think anyone actually listens to anymore. I don't think anybody knows how to listen to it. No. I would. I had XM radio when I first bought my car. It came with like, I don't know, like a six-month trial, and I would listen to Howard Stern while I was uh, uh, parking my car, moving my car, and I enjoyed it for that, but I wasn't about to pay $15 a month to listen to that. Yeah, and I think there was also like the base tier of Sirius XM radio didn't include Stern does not include yeah, Howard yeah. Stern yeah like, I don't you, know that's if that's, a, that's changed, a premium but, add-on right but you you can't just buy that either you you have to yeah. buy uh the whole thing I remember yeah, when you that, have to get like the Opie and Anthony channel or like the Opie channel because Anthony's been like exiled I think yeah I remember when uh like when that all, I guess not when it first happened, but like fairly soon after that, like uh, I w- was working and um, I was uh, a supervisor and there was uh, an employee th- that was like a very, uh, very big Howard Stern fan. And he would like bring in like a portable, like uh serious XM radio to like That's listen cool. to it in the back. And I had to be like, man, you, you can't play that here. <laughs> this is whenever old. you tried to like uh, discipline someone. Was he in the back going, "Baba Booey, Baba Booey"? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Who's saying that?" Yeah. No, but I was always like, "Look, yeah, Howard Stern's great. You can't play that though in a workplace. That's you know gonna gonna rightfully offend some people." Yeah, get a get a job down at the docks if you want to play that. Yeah, at work. exactly. Then you won't have to pay for become a dock worker. But I felt bad because I was like, I, it seems pretty obvious to me. You spent like seven hundred dollars on this portable XM radio that I didn't even know they made. Just so you could bring it in the back here and listen to it, but uh, you can listen to that stuff through an app now, right? Nowadays, yeah. But this was this was back in the this was back when like all that stuff first came out, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll put it in cars, we'll put it in hi-fi receivers." Yeah, I remember like they were, like I was considering it at one point because mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, hey, you know the radio." It was just back in the days where it's like the radio only plays garbage, right? right? And it's like Sirius XM, like oh. 
great. The uh, the Billy Joel station. Like, yeah, I can play Billy Joel on my own time. <laughs> right. Anyway, that, that wasn't a coherent thought, but you know what I meant, no? <laughs> I don't, what do you mean you can play Billy Joel on your own time? <laughs> I guess... I guess that didn't come through, but it's not important right. to to explain. Um, I remember c- considering it, and I was like, eh, you know, th- you know, th- I think it was like twenty three ninety nine a month in like two thousand six, <laughs> and I yeah. was like, all right, that I'll pay that for radio, I guess. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm yep, working at my first job, and this seems like a good way to spend my money. Yeah, and they were like, you just need this hi-fi system that'll cost, you know, $1,700, yeah. but, you know, you can hook it up to your... your and, that, your and it doesn't come speakers. with the speakers or anything. No. And if yeah. you want to listen to CDs through the same thing, you'll have to buy another attachment. So I was in this business class in the early 2000s, Tom. Yeah. And the, the you know, much to my chagrin, I was in a, a business class. Right, right. Like, yeah. Uh, not and, like on an airplane when I'm in business class. I'm like, this is pretty nice. But uh Right. This is a college. Business, right. And you were you were uh like a one a, a hippie in college. One of the you were uh yeah, you were love. occupying Wall Street. Yeah, before people were even occupying Wall Street. Right. You were the down there guy. getting lunch from time the to time. The lens we were looking at the business world through was the toy industry. Mm-hmm. And suddenly old Timmy's ears perked up. <laughs> um you thought you were going to get free toys in college. Tom, I got to go to the Javits Center Toy Fair, uh-huh. um, and uh, I did get some free toys there. Wow. So, uh, but the thing that they said, but like, this was 2002 or 2003, I think, mm-hmm. and like the whole point of the, of the, uh, the lesson that we learned over a semester is that like, uh, Walmart is squeezing all the to- toy manufacturers, yeah. and pretty soon they will be the biggest toy, uh, the the biggest place to buy toys, and um, probably in a couple decades, the only place to buy toys. They didn't, they weren't smart enough to to see uh, Amazon, Amazon coming. Yeah. But other than that, like everything they did, uh, they were like, "Yep, yep, this is this is exactly how they do it. They get it. The they get these exclusives." Exclusives. exclusives and if you don't agree to the exclusives they won't stock any of your stuff right and then good luck yeah well and i guess nowadays it's probably not that hard of a decision to go exclusive with them since it's like well where else are you going to sell the stuff anyway amazon i've also noticed i've bought you know a few toys the past couple of years because i have a, a young niece now and, uh, and you're also one of those adults that has toys in his home. Those are collectibles, Tim. Those are different. Um, the toys that I've bought and like I always my first inkling is just like, ah, I'm just being old. But they seem very cheap nowadays, just like very poorly made. You know, and not like when we were kids, uh, they they made them great. Like they were made like shit back then, too. But they seem like even lower quality plastic and and things like that. I think that. it's just been on a steady decline. Yeah. It's like when, you, when uh, you go to the Museum of the Moving Image, Tom, and you go to the Jim Henson exhibit, uh-huh. um, and you look at like the Rolf puppets that you could buy in <laughs> 1975. Right. It's like almost uh movie quality (laughs) look tim i I have a feeling what you're talking about doesn't really apply here you just want to talk about wanting a movie quality muppet no i think it's a it's a far cry from that to like the teddy ruxpins of the 80s right which to whatever's going on now, uh, whatever I'm seeing, which is like a hundred times cheaper than even Teddy Ruxpin. Yeah, so I think it's it's been like before our time, Tom. Right. Like you, I think in the fifties you can send away for for like uh, Howdy Doody uh, doll that yeah. that was like uh, made by you know completely the, the handmade by artisan craftsmen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I was going to say, I mean, on the other, you know, you, you, you tried to make fun of me for having toys. And I was going to say that that's kind of the other end of it where it's like the, the stuff made for kids is super cheap. And then there is insanely detailed high end stuff that's made for adults. Right. Uh, and it just seems like there's not that much in between nowadays. Like anymore. your real doll that you have. 
that's not a toy, Tim. I've told you that every time you go to play with it. I know. You've introduced me to her several times. <laughs> yeah. How dare you address her? You address, being, You look her in the eye when you address that's her. That's being... Yeah, hey, her eyes are up here, Tim. Um, Yeah, I just... Uh, I don't know. That that, that was my, my uh, current take on toys. They seemed easy to break. I don't know. I broke mm-hmm. a lot of my niece's toys. She was very upset. And I was like, well, you got to understand. They don't make them like they used to. It's not Uncle Tommy's fault. Do you want to just like go through some of these toys? Yeah. Some of these toys are confusing to me. Okay. And not because, like, I understand most of them are licensed toys for, Uh from, you know, things that properties you you don't understand. Yeah. Like, uh, the number one hottest toy on their list, it seems to be, is this Frozen 2 Magic in Motion Elsa doll, right? Okay. Yeah. From the movie Frozen Uh, 2. I get it. Like, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen Frozen 2. I've seen mm-hmm. Frozen 1 only about I don't know, 16, 17 times. But, like, I understand that this is a character from right. Frozen and, 2. And that kids would want that character. Exactly. In doll It form. sings. It moves, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm not interested in that stuff. <laughs> well, it's not for you. All right, Blue's Clues is still a thing. Oh, you had nothing else to say about that? Just that's not to your taste? <laughs> yeah, what, what, do you want me to say anything? I don't, well, I thought you were bringing it up for something other than no, to it was say. No, it was the number one, it was the number one toy on the list. It's going to, it's going to be okay. the hottest toy this summer. Yeah, but it's, it's the hottest toy for children, not for you. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm saying what I what I know. I'm, I'm saying that like I I understand that like okay. it's not for me. Right. All right. Then what's the next one? The Blue's Clues <laughs> Peekaboo ten inch feature plush. It's it's the dog Blue uh-huh. from Blue's Clues. Right. Um, and his ears mm-hmm. cover his eyes, and then they come back up and play peekaboo. Oh, that's fun. I think fun. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Save uh save mommy and daddy some peekaboo time. Tom. They can go get sauced. You you have a niece. I uh-huh. have uh, a couple nieces and a nephew. Are you trying to brag? You trying to show me up? Yeah, I got I got two more. <laughs> uh, I'm two times the uncle you are. I'm three times the uncle you are. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, but uh, peekaboo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun at first because you're like, oh, I'm playing with this kid, and like, yeah. there's not much you can do to interact with a really small child. Right. Yeah, you but can't really like have a conversation. I get so friggin' bored playing peekaboo, especially over Zoom these days or FaceTime. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, I uh, look th- these kids are great, but like enough is enough already. I... I, I'd rather just not talk to them at all. <laughs> I recently. Uh, saw my niece and she just started playing this game, which was going to the far end of the house and then yelling at the top of her lungs, Tommy, where are you? And then I would have to come and be like, here I am. And then I would go. That's not so bad. I had to get up and, and go back and forth. Like, I don't know, infinite times. (laughs) Children just don't get tired of things. No. It's like, surely by now it's not as funny when I show up. Yeah. But also, like, what am I going to do? Be a jerk and not get up every time? Uh, it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past you, Tom. Um, maybe this Blues Clues. Look, is there a way? Mm-hmm. They should make. Here, here's a million dollar idea, Tom. Okay. None of us want to be playing freaking peekaboo <laughs> with these kids. <laughs> they outsource the the job to Blue. Right. That I'm um, I'm happy that this dog, this plush dog, with Teddy Ruxpin style insides, is gonna play uh, peekaboo mm-hmm. with my niece and nephew. Are you gonna suggest you get like a like an overseas like a phone center worker to get on Zoom and play peekaboo with your uh, nieces and nephew? No, I'm suggesting for pennies we, on the dollar instead of a blue uh, peekaboo. Blue or peekaboo blue, you get a peekaboo peekaboo Tim or right. peekaboo Tom, uh, a, stuffed a plush a- doll of us uh, uh, that a, could uh, that could play peekaboo. A stuffed doll in your likeness, Tim, is terrifying to a child. 
I don't know. My 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 nieces and nephews only know me through Zoom these days. <laughs> so they might not see the difference between you and a stuffed uh, doll. When the stuffed like doll you. arrives there, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I've only seen this guy on That's, screen. Oh, like, hey, look, Uncle Tim's in town. <laughs> like when you see Mickey Mouse on uh, on TV and then uh-huh. you go to Disney World, that that Mickey Mouse is so much different than the cartoon Mickey Mouse. But when you're three years old, you don't, you're just like, Hey, it's Mickey Mouse. I know that guy from the TV. Right. Well, P and people tell you like, yeah, that's Mickey Mouse. And you're like, yeah, this so, doesn't really make sense, but all right, I guess yeah, and I, I get guess, a mechanical plush doll made of myself to play peekaboo, send it to my niece and nephew. My brother tells them, Oh yeah, this is the same guy that you've been uh, playing peekaboo with over FaceTime. Uh-huh. And they're none the wiser. <laughs> But but this new Tim can't do anything other than play peekaboo. Yeah, they, you know, right? That's all they want to do. And if they start asking me questions about my job or whatever they ask me on, my, <laughs> on, the, on the Facetime, my brother takes takes the plush doll away and puts it in the closet. Yeah, and says, uh, "Oh, Tim's tired. He has to go to bed now." Yeah, he's taking a nap. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy foods that also taste good. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And you are what you eat. That's what they say, Tim. I know. I've heard that as well. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with the powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. The menu of creative chef-craft breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly so you'll never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. Along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. To boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide and enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara S-A-K-A-R-A, dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by the School of Hustle podcast. Get inspired by the stories of real entrepreneurs who are building the businesses of their dreams in the School of Hustle podcast by GoDaddy. Host Sarah Funk, an entrepreneur herself, talks to real business owners about their hustle, their successes, and their failures. Listen and learn about the stories of entrepreneurs and get insightful tips you can use for your own business. Check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tom, let me tell you about an episode starring Brett Conti. Okay. He's a YouTuber and entrepreneur, and he opens up about his journey of successfully launching Fortune NY, a clothing and skate brand. I think the NY stands for New York, Tom. A safe assumption. An injury put Brett Conti's competitive skateboarding pursuit out of commission, so he pulled out his sewing machine and rekindled his hobby of making custom apparel. Ah. This led to Fortune NY, a clothing and skate brand with a mission to help the less fortunate. Tom, that's just one episode. Yeah. There's more of them. Look, School of Hustle, podcast from GoDaddy, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Tim, let's talk about uh, some of the more unusual toys on this list. Okay, so the, the premise of this episode, right, mm-hmm. is that the holidays are coming up. You got you got to buy. <laughs> the some holidays gifts. are coming yeah. up, and we're going to complain about XM radio receivers <laughs> from twenty years ago. You have people you need to buy uh, toys for, right? You can't go to a KB Toys thanks to Mitt Romney, uh, but. <laughs> You can't go to the the Toys R Us because Jeffrey the Giraffe is a bad businessman. Mm-hmm. Bad you business giraffe. Yeah, um, and uh, I guess I guess that's what you call a, a, a giraffe who's a, who's in business, Tom. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what do you do? You go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. 
Are we pulling exclusively from Walmart? Hard no, I, I looked around a little bit. I got I got stuff from other places, and too. And you're mostly looking at toys all day, every day, anyway, right? <laughs> they come across my desk once in a while while I'm perusing the internet. Uh, but yeah. all of these toys, honestly, I hadn't heard about uh, the one the ones that I've written down on this list. Uh, I I've noticed a big uh, uh, trend in toys nowadays, Tim, and that's that kids love bodily functions, and okay. and there are a lot of toys based around this. And now, when we were kids, there were toys based around bodily functions. You know. They they were rarer, I feel like, and uh, they were for scummy kids. But now they've gone mainstream. Yeah, I feel like Nickelodeon almost leaned into this. They were like boogers and maybe some burping. Right, but they they burping. drew they drew the line at farting and vomiting. Yeah, and, and pooping and peeing were nowhere. No, in, in yeah, mix. you would yeah. never see a uh, Nickelodeon character pooping or peeing on television. That's for no. sure. Uh, but you would, if you go to Walmart, Tim, and you check out a toy called Gotta Go Flamingo, singing, dancing, wiggling, and pooping toy. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this one. <laughs> so this is a, it, it's actually like a cute looking flamingo. It's got, you know, it's a bird with a big long neck and it comes with its own <laughs> see-through toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and on the box, it says, feed me. I do a magic poop. Uh, and basically the way this thing works is that you, it comes with like bird seed and its mouth opens and it goes like, you know, give me food. I'm hungry or whatever. And you, and you pour the bird seed down its gullet. And then pretty soon after that, it goes like, "Uh Oh, I've got to go. And you got to put it. Did you watch, did you watch the interactive video? I did watch the video. Yeah. Um, so it goes, oh, oh, I got to go. And then you have to put it on the toilet before, you know, God knows what happens if you don't put it on the toilet in time. And then it poops. It makes poops in the toilet. And it sounds like diarrhea when it's doing it, too. They're very wet poops. And the really hungry. The bird this interactive video is bonkers. Tom. <laughs> The bird seed turns into poop when it gets into the water of the toilet. But then, and now I'm watching it and I'm thinking like, all right, I hate toys like this. I hate toys like this when I was a kid where it comes with uh, like a a consumable item that isn't replenishable. But that's where I was wrong because you take the poop out of the toilet and it dries back into the bird seed that you then feed uh, to the you flamingo feed again. Poop right back to you. Him. Feed it its own dried poop, and it also it's only s- real flamingos <laughs> operate it the same way, right? They might, for all we know. Uh, and on the uh, in the description, it also said, uh, you know, under like features that it sings a funny toilet song. Yeah, what a wonderful world this would be <laughs> if. Uh... We could keep consuming our waste. <laughs> yeah, it really would be if we were all gotta go flamingos. Yeah, Tom, did you? These sounds are wild. <laughs> yeah, they leave nothing to the imagination. Yeah, um, I might, Tom. There, as as of this recording, there are only two more gotta go flamingos in stock. <laughs> oh, there were five earlier, Tim. I think. These- oh no, there's only one left now. <laughs> These gotta go flamingos are going fast. This gotta go flamingo is sixty four dollars and seventy nine cents. Yeah, and that's what's kind of crazy about. It. Like, it's a funny toy. I get it, but like, a kid's yeah. gonna play with that for five minutes and then be like, "Okay, that's all it can do." Yeah. At some point, like, the, at some point, that bird seed's got to stop turning into poop and then back into bird seed, right? Like, that can't be. There's not material like that, is there, that just can uh, be turned from solid to liquid without losing something over and over again? Water? You can only freeze water so many times. That's not true, Tom. (laughs) I don't, but some of it's going to evaporate. The water's not going to be around forever. 
How many times are you going to make this this flamingo poop? For $65, I'm going to be doing it a lot. I'm going to get my money's worth. Tom, is it wrong that, like, since there's only one left, I am compelled <laughs> to buy this? Well, at least put I'm, it in your cart. Yeah, I'm going to put it in my cart. All right. I think I should just buy it. Should I insure it for what insure it? Why would you need to years? insure it? I don't know. They're offering me uh, a Walmart protection pa- plan powered by Allstate. Tim, you're not gonna. Don't maybe have... I can. I, I use Allstate for my car insurance. Maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe I can you could just roll it. it in. Yeah. Yeah. Call up your representative and ask. Hey, how much would my rate be if I also <laughs> added a gotta go flamingo to this? Yeah. Uh. Comes with the seed. Yeah, of course it comes with the seed. Where else are you gonna find That's the seed? That's what I would tell the guy if he was if he was uh, mocking me. I would see if that insurance covered the seed because that's where I think you're gonna need uh, you uh. know some some help from insurance. Because I'm telling you, you probably can't go to Walmart and just buy the seed. You know, you gotta buy a, a whole other gotta go flamingo. Yeah, I'm very close to buying this. It was on sale earlier. They were like $50 earlier. All right, I'll wait for it to go back on sale. Well, it's not going to go back on sale once it's sold out. That's not how things work. I don't work. know. I think they might be lying. <laughs> um, Tom, can you explain to me what a bop it is? Uh, twist it. Bop it. They were around when we were kids. It was kind of like a um, like a Simon Says type thing. But with actions instead of like uh, colored lights. Oh, uh, it was like a stick that had like a yeah a thing on it. Yeah, and it would like tell you to do things like twist it or bop it, and you would right. follow its commands. Well, there's a Walmart exclusive bop it Star Wars: The Mandalorian, uh, the child. The the child has a name now, Tim. Bop it. No, it's not bop it. It's Grogu. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's Bop It. It's Grogu. Grogu? Grogu is the name of the, the child from The Mandalorian. Uh, so spoiler alert. S- start having some respect, please. There's only three of these. Tim, uh, Grogu, you're being Bop it's left. fooled left and right. You really think that all of Walmart has <laughs> single digits of these hottest toys? That They're they the hottest d- toys, Tom. This is like in 1998, finding a Tickle Me Elmo yeah. at a Walmart. And you're not going to be like, oh, you think that uh, they don't have a Tickle Me Elmo anywhere else? All right, Tim, buy a, buy a Gotta Go Flamingo and a Grogu Bop It. I don't... Tom, it does, it does say the child and not Grogu. Well, that's because it was just revealed that that's the, the child's name, Tim, this last week's Well, I'm week's concerned episode. this might be counterfeit if they don't have the real they name They can't change the, the boxes that quickly. Come back next year. The box, it will say Grogu on it if you want to be sure. It's reasonably priced. How, 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 how much do you think this? Uh... I think I saw it earlier, and it was $15. Yes, it was it was fourteen eighty eight. Okay, so are I you think gonna? I talk, saw it earlier. Are you gonna talk yourself into it uh, because it's reasonably priced? Um, I mean, maybe. I'll tell you. I mean that that's a better price than the Gotta Go Flamingo. It's not going to be as impressive. Yeah, it's less. Uh, yeah, it's, it's considerably less expensive. Well, and now, I think it's got this more. Ling- baby Yoda doesn't shit on a toilet though. <laughs> It's got more longevity than uh, the Gotta Go Flamingo. But the first time you play with this uh, Baby Yoda Bop It, it's not going to be nearly as fun as the first time you play with the uh, Gotta Go Flamingo. These are building skills. They're building bopping skills, twisting skills. Other things teaching you how to use a toilet. Mm, Yeah. Well, they have another toy that might be for you, Tim. Uh, It's a new line of toys called Toilet Ninjas. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Some of the names of these toilet ninjas, Tim. Uh, TP, Latrine. Ah, I see. Yeah, Latrine <laughs> and Rico. But R E E K O. Like, oh, that reeks. Ah, clever, clever. There is also a toy along these same lines uh, Squeaky the Balloon Dog. Okay. It looks like, uh, you know, how like a, a clown will tie balloons into shapes and like make, make a dog. Uh-huh. So it looks like that. It was that artist that makes those and sells them for like millions of dollars. Yeah, I forget his name. Um, so it looks like one of those things. Um, 
but it has like a squeak toy and it responds to the squeak toy and it will do like different tricks or whatever. Um, and you can like make it, it actually looked pretty neat. Like it, it Jeff can, Coons. I knew it was Jeff Coons. I didn't want to sound stupid if I got it wrong. Uh, I don't think he had a part in squeaky, the balloon dog, but, uh, it can like pretend to deflate and pretend to inflate. It has like a uh, pump, but apparently if you pump it too much, it says, uh, pump in the nose and hear him inflate, but be careful when he's full, he may pee or fart. Yeah, there are uh, images on the Walmart website. Uh, one says, of it peeing? tickle my tummy to make me happy. Uh-huh. And it's a kid tickling his tummy. And then there's just a kid looking at it. <laughs> and it says, I pee and fart. And there is a, uh, a, a yellow light coming out of, it's undercarriage. Yeah, it like shines a yellow light and plays a sound that sounds like pissing. That sounds like a stream of urine hitting the floor. These interactive videos are great, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't get over these interactive videos, huh? Well, they show you exactly how the toys work. Yeah. Do you think that they worried like, ah, oh, people might not buy the toy. They could just play with the interactive video. Listen to how gross this sounds. Oh, no, he's peeing on my neighbor's rug. What should I do? You better leave a note. Leave the whole greeting card about it. Um, I also saw they're bringing back uh, the animal. Do you remember the animal, the truck with claws that came out of the tires? No. That was a thing when we were... Yeah, when we were kids. There were a bunch of toys I saw that were just like stuff they're bringing back from, uh, from yesteryear. Which I guess makes sense. Like when we were kids, they brought out like stuff our parents had. It was yeah, like, like throwback things. Like Betsy Wetsy. Yeah. I guess they didn't actually bring that back. They just, I just know about that from like 90s pop culture. Well, so now you're just talking about uh, uh, toys that pee or poop. Yeah. Right. But even that, it was like Betsy Wetsy wasn't peeing for laughs. It was to be a more realistic doll to persuade you away from uh having babies out of wedlock that's what it was that's why they i think that was the point of that toy yeah you gotta you know instill that fear in them young well now you got a big fucking mess to clean up so how do you like that (laughs) babies not so cute anymore are they yeah it came with another little box that would say that when you (laughs) when that happened well now you got another fucking mess to clean up i hope it was worth it Having premarital sex. Um, th- uh, there's also, uh, this is not, I thought this was along the same lines as Gotta Go Flamingo, because that's from a company called Little Live Pets. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from a company called Pets Alive, and it's uh, Fifi the Flossing Sloth. Okay. And now you're probably thinking, oh, that's good. That teaches kids dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. No, Tim, it's the, the popular dance flossing is uh, what Fifi does. You mean to tell me they built a sloth that could uh, that could floss better than I can? Yeah, probably. And, boy, is Fifi reasonably priced. <laughs> How much is Fifi? Fifteen dollars, fourteen ninety nine. Wow! So you've really only got to pay a premium if you want your toy to shit or piss. Yeah, which I understand. Huh. I understand why. <laughs> uh, how many of those are left? Um, this I'm finding on Target. It looks like uh, it's oh, okay. on. It's in stock. Uh, uh, not, enough are left that they don't uh, feel the need to have to to warn you about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see if. Uh, yeah. Even. Uh, Walmart. <laughs> Even if I put a hundred in my basket, they they're still in stock. Tom, what toy was it that you bought? Mm-hmm. A bunch of like it was probably like two thousand six, two thousand seven, and uh, uh-huh. we were roommates. And you saw on the local news that this toy was going to be the hottest. Yeah, tickle me Elmo since tickle me Elmo. I think it might have been the chicken dance Elmo. Your plan was to resell them, right? Yeah, it was to to gouge uh, parents. 
Did you do that? No, it turned out like not being that hot of a toy, so I just returned them. Because mm. I, I couldn't flip them for more money. They were too easy to get. You had a lot of schemes when you were younger. Yeah. What's so wrong about that? Pan out? pay off? Yeah, some of them paid off. That, that I feel one. Like- you're not going to tell me. No, I'm not going to tell you which off. one's paid off. I mean, that one didn't pay off, but I also didn't lose anything because I was able to just go ahead and return them. You lost your time. Eh, it wasn't that much time. And back then, my time was worth nothing. That's true. <laughs> uh, I, I also, remember I was somehow inconvenienced, though. I feel like I... Like I stored them in like, your room. No, you were like... <laughs> You were at work, so like I had to be home to like <laughs> accept the package or something <laughs> to entertain them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those Elmos, man, they like to play peekaboo. <laughs> if, if they didn't have somebody doing the chicken dance with them, they were pissed. Um, they all. I saw this other toy uh, called Deer Pong, like beer pong, but it's like a a, a deer, a buck with horns. And then the horns are holding cups, and you have to bounce ping pong balls into mm. the cups. Now, okay. I feel like that's a bad idea for kids. It's ages eight and up, because you're teaching them uh, how a drinking game works. Yeah, you're teaching them valuable skills that they could use in, like, five years? <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like a weird ad, but it also looked kind of fun because uh, uh, it can be mounted to the wall if you wanted, uh, and it uh, it would sass you, the, the deer. It would sass you if you missed. And like the clown in a dunk tank? Exactly. And it would say things, well, some of the, some of the jokes were lame, but one of them I wrote down was, uh, hope your aim's better in the bathroom. Yeah, so you don't piss all over Yeah, it's again about pissing. So they even found a way to work pissing into uh, this toy that you know didn't even have any genitals. It's just a head mounted. You checked, right? Well, it's just a head mounted. There might be genitals on the other side of the, the that's, that's piece the of wood it's checklist. mounted to. When, you, when you're looking for a, uh, for a toy, you're just like, well, number one, does it? Poop or pee. Uh-huh. Number two, uh, can I locate its genitals very quickly? Well, if I'm looking for a hot toy, Tim, it seems like they all have one thing in common, and it's it's that. Uh, and along those lines, one of the other hot toys. Now, at first blush, this has nothing to do with pooping or peeing, but take a closer look at the chocolate pen, and you'll find that it <laughs> sure looks like it has something to do with pooping. The chocolate pen? Yeah, it's a pen that writes in chocolate. Okay. So it's supposed to be for like, you know, uh, uh, aspiring bakers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, although- That's cool. When I was a kid, if I had a pen that could dispense chocolate, I would just suck on that pen. I know, you you would, <laughs> but you're- There just seems like a, I, I don't know, you'd have to have like a, a good kid- to trust them with a chocolate pen. Yeah, guess what? Some people have good kids. <laughs> I wasn't even trusted with crayons until I was a teenager. Um, Tom, do you? We're we're running low on time. Do you have a favorite toy uh-huh. this year that uh, that you might pick up for yourself? Uh, I did like. So this is a toy that when I was a kid, I would have loved this toy. Um, and it's basically just a, um, a, a toy vending machine. Oh, and it's run by the, uh, the internet boy. Yeah. Uh, I think you mean the kid fluencer. There's a, there's like this, this child who's, who's a yeah. freaking multimillionaire. Yeah. Named Ryan. And he, he doesn't he even have like a, do... a funny name. It's, his name's just Ryan. <laughs> yeah, just a normal name. He used to do unboxing videos of toys, but then he's he's now branched into, you know, having his own toys, his own line of toys, which obviously is the next step. Unboxing videos, Tom. I uh-huh. still don't I still don't understand. I, I was explaining unboxing videos to my parents the other day. <laughs> Why? Because Here's the thing. They're, you know. You're like, I'm quitting my job to start an unboxing channel. No, it's just that my niece and nephew don't get a lot of 
uh, screen time, a lot of TV time. Right. And my parents mm-hmm. are, are, are classic uh, boomer grandparents where they're oh, like, yeah. oh, what's the harm? You guys right. were in front of the TV. Yeah, you my, guys my mom's to... the same way. And it's like, you don't know <laughs> what it's like what out there it's now. like out there. There are thousands and thousands of hours of of videos of children opening toys on YouTube yeah. that other children will watch and be hypnotized for hours and hours at a time. It's- one of one of this kid's videos um, titled Huge Egg Surprise Toys Challenge has over 2 billion views. It's, and I bet that's like, you know, uh, half a billion kids that have all watched it like four times. Like yeah, probably these kids will watch it over. Like uh, it's it's insane. They got yeah. they gotta freaking unplug the dang internet at some point. <laughs> uh, but but anyway, this this little boy he makes a toy that's just a toy vending machine, and it has sixteen surprises inside. Now, when I was a kid, I loved vending machines, so I would have I would have gone gaga for a toy like this. Do they have slime hands in there? Sticky slime hands? I think they do, or I think they have ooze in there. Mm. So not slime hands, but slime. You know, right. good enough, I guess. Um, and I don't know if it's the kind of thing you could probably like. You know, uh, put your own things in those capsules or whatever. Play with it over and over again. Yeah, I think. But I was a weird kid. Like I would put. I would open up my toys, play with them, and then I would like put them back in the box, like try and get it exactly like it was before, just so I could like open it up again, pretend like I was uh, opening it for the first time. Oh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's that. That's well. The, nowadays, the I if I were a kid, kid now, I'd be a millionaire. Videos. Yeah, exactly. So I remember when I was a kid, I always wanted a gumball machine, even though I didn't. I didn't like chewing gum. I think I had a I had a gumball machine when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, but it wasn't Was it on a stand? No, it wasn't one that like you could uh put quarters in or anything. Yeah. Uh, it was more of a gum dispenser, I would say. I knew someone who had a gumball machine, a Teddy Ruxpin, and a jukebox in their house. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> that must that must have been the party house. It's cool as hell. <laughs> and a big screen TV. Man, it was nice going over there. Wow. Kids were nice, too. Sounds like it. Tom, it sounds like your dog <laughs> is going nuts. My dog is going nuts, as as earlier uh, described. <laughs> I've been in this room recording for an hour, so the dog thinks I'm dead. Why don't you just let her in the room with you? Because then she wants to get out of the room. So then you let her out. Then I have to get back up again. I gotta you're, keep... you're six inches from the door. No, Tim, I'm feet from the door. Even with my reach, I can't reach that door handle. Even with my Even substantial with reach. reach. All right, do the plugs. If you like the show, check out tcgt.com for more. If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our secondary show, Books of Podcasts. This week we are reading part two of Nothing Lasts Forever, the book Die Hard was based on. Uh, patreon.com slash complete guide for that follow us on twitter at complete guide follow us on instagram at tcgte follow me on instagram and twitter at tom reynolds follow me at your pal tim and uh tim do you want to plug your uh your uh, amazon wish list where people can buy you toys I, I don't have an Amazon wish list, Tom. Yeah. I would I would recommend people go out to their Lunkin, their local Dunkin's <laughs> toy <Lungans>. chest, <laughs> their Lunkins, their local Dunkin's toy chest for all their toy shopping, <laughs> um, and uh, avoid the bald man this year uh, for all your Christmas shopping. What is? Oh, Jeff Bezos. I thought yeah. you were. Talking about like Santa Claus's enemy or something that I that was some new lore that I wasn't privy to. Jeff Bezos does look like the anti Santa Claus. He looks a little like Heat Miser from uh, from those those old uh, claymation. Uh, yeah, the Rankin Bass. Yeah, ones. yeah. Not. Yeah. He, I mean, he doesn't physically. He's got a similar smile to Heat Miser. I think. Yeah, I think he just went from such a schlub to like a cartoon supervillain. Yeah, in appearance. Well, he's rich, so he's like, "Hey, I'm rich. I want to be in good shape now." 
Yeah. And he got in good shape. I'm going to get in good shape. Okay. And then I'm going to get rich. <laughs> you can't get You'll see. I'm going to get rich by being in good shape. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to I'm going to be in all those physique magazines, huh? <laughs> Physique magazines. That's not a thing. Yeah, it is. Physique magazines? You mean yeah. muscle magazines, not physique magazines. Yeah, they'll they, you know, they're called a lot of different things. Oh boy, look at the physique on this guy. Tom, what was the best toy you ever received as a, as a gift? Uh, I think it was probably the year I got a Super Nintendo because that was all I asked for. But uh, I was all, it was a surprise that I also got Street Fighter 2. Oh, wow. So that was like a big deal for me. Was it a big deal for your parents to be like, well, this is uh, it's not a Sega system. It seems our son is graduating <laughs> from being a scumbag to being a normal kid. Thank God. They were wiping the sweat off their brow. No, they were like, oh, man, it looks like our kid's going from being cool to being a baby. I mean, Street Fighter 2 was the scummiest uh, Super Nintendo game. At the time, yeah. It wasn't scummy, though. It was still good. It, and that version didn't even have blood in it. When you punch guys, sweat came out. You'd have to walk to the, the smoke shop to play that. Uh, <laughs> right, version. to see some real blood. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the toys. That's, hey, that's the toys that matter. And we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.